From the over-the-top mobile studios at Studio 2 at the Dairy here in Boulder, Colorado, this is the Boulder Ballet's The Nutcracker Series with Melissa Heslip. Melissa, you taught my daughter when she was six years old. She's now a plumette and a mouse and so excited to be in the same production as you. Oh, wow, that's great. <laughs> well, she will be my little plumette this year then because I will be the Sugar Plum Fairy. <laughs> is this your first time as the Sugar Plum Fairy? Uh, this will be my second time as the Sugar Plum Fairy. Now, the production really changed uh, last year. How does that change the way you perform the Sugar Plum Fairy? Um, I mean, the Sugar Plum Fairy, I mean, it doesn't really... I mean, it changes, definitely. It, it's a, di a different version of the variation versus the last time I did it. So the last time it was a little bit more uh, technical, a little bit more sharp. This time it has a little bit more soft features to it. So there's a, there's a big difference between um, this time and last time. <laughs> and then does the choreography change? How do you memorize that? Um, it's nice that the choreography changes because when you get stuck in... Um, dancing a certain role maybe once maybe twice it if the choreography doesn't change a little bit or you know you don't play with it a little bit more then you can kind of um lose sense of character i guess would be a good word for that now has dance always been a big part of your life yes i have been dancing actually since i've been five and a half years old so really? <laughs> yeah it's a long time it's definitely a long time to dance <laughs> now when you first went to ballet class at five and a half years old did you have dreams about being the sugar plum fairy no actually um i actually started dance because my mom used to buy these um patent leather shiny shoes and i would put them on and i would tap dance around the house because I watched the Cosby show and they used to open the Cosby show with a dancing scene. So then my mom, every time that show would come on, I would be dancing with them. And she finally was like, do you want to take dance lessons? And I said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when I first stepped into a dance studio, um, I started tapping and then we had like half an hour of tap and half an hour of ballet. And the one thing I loved about ballet was jumping across the floor, really? flying across the floor in a jumping movement and running on my tippy toes, as my ballet teacher would say it. And um, her fond memory of me was the fact that when I got closer to approaching 20, she was like, I remember the first day that you came into my dance studio. You just ran on your tippy toes and you had these little curls that just stuck out everywhere, but you could not stop running on your tippy toes. <laughs> So she, uh, she, she had approached me actually when I was probably about 13 years old. She, she said, you know, you should become a professional ballet dancer. She's at like 13. at 13. She's like, you're so passionate when you dance ballet. And she's like, you enjoy it when you do it versus any other, you know, form of dance I've seen you do. She's like, you have a better connection with that. And so that I, leads right into yeah. my next question. I want, <laughs> is it fun for you still? Yeah, it still is. It's definitely, it's my drive. It's my passion. It's my, my motivation. It's, you know, uh, in the morning, it's actually one of the first things that I think about in the morning. And the last thing I probably think about before I do 
go to sleep. <laughs> now, question I'm asking everyone, how many nutcrackers is this for you? Um, I started performing in the Nutcracker when I was 11 years old. And this will be, let's see here. Um, gosh. Over two decades of Nutcracker. Two decades of Nutcracker. Yeah, so. And how does it still, is it still special for you? Yes, it is still very special. I mean, you know, it's the music, the score of the music is very, it's very moving. It's definitely a very um, moving piece of, you know, music from the beginning of Act One until the end of Act Two. Now, a little bit about yourself. I was asking Lance about this in another episode, but it, it always strikes me when someone who's as talented as yourself, when you're teaching, is it sometimes hard for you to work with students who you wish were more motivated maybe to learn or to try a little harder? How do you instill that in someone? Well, every person that, when I teach um, ballet especially, I know that every person that walks into the door is a different person. So um, I don't try to jump in and, you know, force it on them. It's something that they have to, they have to love. If it's not something that they love, but they want to get something out of it, then I help them on that guideline and that wavelength. So if they're passionate about it, I, I take my drive that way. If it's something that they want to be really good at and just enjoy but not pursue it, then I take them on that wavelength as well. Now, you were told at age 13 that you should become a professional dancer. I mean, that is incredible. With someone who's younger uh, taking a class with you, what are things that you notice? What do you look for in someone that kind of raises an eye and th makes you think that person could be really talented? Um, I mean, watching the way that they move across the floor uh, is a big, um, big uh, eye-opener for me, I guess, <laughs> would be a good way to put it. Um, yeah, the way that they move their body, uh, how they feel about a certain step. You know, there may be a step that they just don't really like and they're I mean I think that's for every dancer we kind of have our steps where we're like we really love that step and then we have the other ones where we're like well if I have the option to not do that then I won't do it so that's kind of how I look at you know people that are up and coming you know how they move across the floor um if they're open-minded and you know um are, are wanting information, you know, to become more than what they are, then I'm always there to offer that for them. Um, or if they're really frustrated on a certain thing that they're doing, you know, I try to go up, you know, and do time. Because <laughs> maybe sometimes it's not the right time. You have to find the right time to do it and try to guide them through that, you know, because I can see that they're talented, they have passion, and they want to be better at what they do. Now, how about yourself? Um, are you always driving to get better at what you do? Of course. I mean, every dancer is always wanting to do something better than how they did it the last time, you know? And, you know, I, I, I will watch myself. I'll go back and I'll put on a DVD and I'll see how the show went. And I will critique myself and go, wow, you know, well, maybe next time if I do this part again, you know, maybe I should 
you know, move my arms differently than how I did this time or, you know, um, maybe try for more, you know. Is it hard time. for you to watch yourself dance? No, or do you enjoy actually, it? no, I enjoy it because it gives me, it, it, it's like, um, it's like painting a picture, you know, you have a blank canvas and you start putting color on the picture. And then once you put that color on the picture, you like it, but you always want to make it better. So you put different paints over that paint or you repaint the canvas, you paint it white and start all over again. You excited about this year's performance and how much time are you putting in every week? Um, I'm very excited about it. I'm absolutely super excited. Um, every week, I mean, we're in the studio about three hours a day during the week and then on the weekend, probably about four or five. You so, are? Yeah. So we're putting a lot of, uh, a lot of rehearsal time into it. Now, Sugar Plum Fairy, kind of the star of the show, mm-hmm. uh, every performance? Yes, I will be doing Sugar Plum Fairy for... Mackie and then both in Longmont. Yep. And the Mackie performances take place Thanksgiving weekend, one on Friday, two on Sunday. I believe so. And then two the following weekend in Longmont, December 3rd and 4th. I believe so. And more information at boulderballet.org. Melissa Heslop, thanks very much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you. Great chatting with you. You too. Here at Studio 2 at the Dairy, I'm George Thomas, Boulder Ballet's The Nutcracker Series.